You might feel trapped between the right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal We're getting right into it, mostly because I'm just I'm on a roll. I'm I, I literally just walked into my door. I recorded an episode with uh, Biting the Bullet guys, and now we're walking right into this. Also, apparently, I still have not learned my lesson on time zones, which uh, did not help by me visiting the East Coast for four days. Jesus, I have no idea how to mute this from from the hardware, so uh, this should be fun. I'll just I guess I'll just fucking press the mouse button if I need to. Wait, mute? What do you mean mute it? Like, if I wanted to, like, take a hit of my vape, you know what? I'm oh. just not going to mute it. Okay. Yeah. You're just going to continue to annoy both the listeners yeah. and me for uh, for another episode of it. <laughs> like it. Well, we'll, tune, we'll tune, turn over a new leaf in 2022. Um, I have brought a number of things today uh, to talk about. We do not have Bird, and when Bird is away, the cats will play. Uh, we have Bird is, is laid up and moving, um, and so it's it's just you and me, buddy. Yeah, we're we're the back channels, and we're gonna start making some fucking rules. That's right. That's right. We're establishing the groundwork for 2022. Which, by the way, we will have the glueys for you guys. Uh, Bird is moving, and he will be broadcasting from Cuba, New York, uh, uh, for our first episode of the year, which will include the glueys. But it will not be next week. I believe we will be off next week. So the first week of January in 2022, uh, we are all taking PTO. Um, we've been <laughs> just kind of staggering our way to the finish line of 2021, yeah. uh, but uh, 2022 will bring uh, will bring more more and more content. And uh, but we will be taking that first week off, as I suggest. Maybe everyone else does too. Maybe everyone else needs a little break from podcasts and Twitter. How about that? More and more seven minute episodes. More, yes, yeah. <laughs> Last minute seven minute episodes. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I've got a, I got a number of things to to discuss today. I think Elf uh, dropped something funny in the chat. I'm like so discombobulated here. She she's been dropping a lot of things in the chat. Yeah, um, per usual. I can't call them funny because right. she is a woman. Mm-hmm. So technically interesting yeah we'll call it interesting yeah that's a good way to put it uh i'm i'm scrolling to find it but i would like to kick things off because um mostly because i got forced through the ringer again uh to experience what many of you outside of go mass have probably been experiencing this entire time i had to go travel so i had to wear a goddamn mask and uh deal with all the covid bullshit which is still to some degree going on in north carolina which i didn't realize either um very very irritating i'm very irritated i'm chafed about it frankly yeah yeah um welcome to my world buddy you got you got a taste of what i've been living with day after day and uh it's it definitely sucks yeah dude it really does it's very irritating um and it reminds me of uh it reminds me of like the early days where i would just kind of forget to bring my mask and have to drive all the way back to my house or shit like that like it was just and and you could probably get by like if you were going into the city and like had to stop in like a, a pharmacy or a gas station or something, you'd be fine. But, yeah. Um, if if I were to like go to work without my mask, I would be fucked, and yeah. everybody would look at me like I like I was strangling kittens. Mm-hmm. Which you may also be doing at the same time. Which I may also be doing, but actually they would take more kindly to that. Yeah. Than not abiding by COVID protocols. The, the mask infraction, the mask infraction. So I have been a little bit unplugged. I had Jake blowing me up on uh, text, and then I saw a couple rumblings in our TLE chat and things like that. But it looks like the tides are turning a little bit on COVID. And I know everybody's kind of COVIDed out, but <laughs> I think that we should take some time to appreciate the fact that uh, this thing is going out apparently with a whimper. <laughs> the, the president is COVIDed out. <laughs> the president just like the I saw I'm it on tired a this. I saw it on Disclosed TV that uh, Twitter account where it was a video of him. He, I guess he delivered a. Pre- I don't know if you saw this whole thing, but he delivered a press conference in somewhere. Uh, and and rather than 
I, I, I guess he basically just conceded that COVID, all COVID stuff had to happen on a state level and we were done on a federal level and just wandered <laughs> off to go back to his beach house in Delaware. All right, I'm, all right, I'm out. <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good ride, guys. Dude, the, one of the funniest parts of this, like how many video clips are there circulating of Biden just wandering off, like leaving, <laughs> leaving everybody just hanging? Like he's not like no resolution, no satisfaction, you know, for the people that want the, you know him to do these sort of things. And he just kind of wanders off. And the best part about this one was he had an umbrella. It's in the rain. In the in your mind, you can just hear, you know, like the Sarah McLaughlin music playing <laughs> as he just solemnly boards Air Force Two or whatever the fuck was there to pick him up. <laughs> it's so good, man. It's so good. But it looks like it really looks like they are on a, at least on a federal level to some degree waving a white flag. And uh, I mean, is that your your interpretation of this or am I off? I. I honestly don't know because I, I look at things kind of filtered through the lens of like sure. the worst case scenario is yeah. probably going to be be like outside my door at all uh. times. <laughs> so I think if if he's I, I don't I don't think I've heard anything suggesting that he's going to back off on mandates or well I don't like that. I don't know if I've heard anything th- concretely saying that but basically what I've seen is them just totally doing a one eighty on. A, like the efficacy of any federal um, of, of most of these things, like I've seen them backing off on like cloth masks, for example, saying that they don't. So so I guess there's two routes. They could either mandate that every, everyone wear an N95 or they just say, well, yeah, like cloth masks don't work, which we all knew the entire time anyway. Um, I, and, and then frankly, I don't know which way they're going to go. But I mean, couching that within the context of all the other things I'm seeing, I'm kind of wondering if it's going to go the way of them just kind of giving up a little bit. Um and what uh, what else did I see? Uh, oh, and just and just people like it, you know, when something happens and or, or you, you know, when you see like a consolidated um, uniform message just coming from all outlets all over the place. That's that's what I feel like I'm seeing. And I'll give you an example here. Yeah. I've got this article up uh, here. Let me pull it up from uh, one of our favorites, podcast favorite, uh, TLE favorite and friend of the show. Uh, Jennifer Rubin, uh, a, a columnist at the Washington Post. And so, you know, Jennifer Rubin obviously was uh, at the the forefront of concern of COVID for, you know, the first 18 months of this ridiculous journey. Um, but I, if, if you wouldn't mind, I'd, I'd like to read this article because I think this is a, this is, you know, this is an opinion article on probably the front page or at least the front page of the opinions, uh, the op-eds of the Washington Post, you, you know, big legacy media outlet. And so here it is. This is by Jennifer Rubin. Go ahead and put it down. Yeah. And this is today at 10 a.m. Opinion. And I've read this as I was boarding the plane. Like, you know, I was just scrolling through it. It was just really funny. Opinion. Biden is learning not to fret over vaccine deniers, which is a insane headline, you know, just coming out of any kind of legacy media outlet. So here's the article. I'll, re- I'll I'll probably skip over a good bit of it because a lot of it's just drivel, but well, it's all drivel. But um, almost two years ago, after the country first shut down to protect itself against the coronavirus pandemic, President Biden is grasping a changing environment, both medical and political. The result could well encourage responsible Americans to get on with their lives while allowing recalcitrant vaccine refusers to face consequences of their reckless conduct. And that's the other thing that I loved about this article is just how the seething hatred she has for what she perceives to be, uh, you know, insane right wingers who uh, just don't really feel like getting vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I came up with a word for us, us on vac- us recalcitrant science. Be- before you proceed with the word, I don't want to edit this bird is out and I do not want to bleep shit out. I just want to add, I want to slap the intro on and slap the outro on uh... and upload it tomorrow. So before we proceed with the word, let me finish the article and get to a pause where it'll be easy to find. Uh, on the medical front, not only have we developed multiple vaccines, including boosters, along with oral treatments for those who get COVID-19, but we also now have far more reasonable rules for quarantine, The po- which well, that was another thing that, that just came down. Apparently, the CDC cut va- uh, quarantine requirements, at least for vaccinated people, from 10 days to five days. God knows why. Who the hell knows? I, mean, um, I have an idea why. It has to do with the CEO of Delta Airlines. <laughs> well, let's get into that after this article. We can get into that after this article. But, uh, but we also now have far more reasonable rules for quarantine. The Post reports, 
Federal health officials on Monday shortened the recommended time Americans uh, infected with coronavirus should isolate from 10 days to five days if they are asymptomatic. A decision they said was driven by a growing body of research, growing body of research, come on, man, about, uh, about when people are most infectious. In addition, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention cut the quarantine period from 10 days to five days with five days of mask wearing for those exposed but not boosted and recommended that those who already, quote, received their booster shot do not need to quarantine following an exposure but should wear a mask for 10 days. So they've just eliminated the, the the quarantine requirement. Theoretically, if you've gotten your vaccine and you're all boosted up and all that crap, you I guess you just wear a mask for five for 10 days, which you had to do anyway, according to them. So I, you know, I guess there's just no rule change. Um, the cumulative effect is to de-escalate the response to Omicron from vaccinated and boosted Americans for whom the risk is minimal. The changes will reduce workplace interruptions and aid in our economic recovery. As we recognize that COVID-19 is not a deadly or even severe disease for the vast majority of responsible, responsible Americans, we can stop agonizing over, quote, cases and focus on those who are hospitalized or risk or at risk of dying. Omicron may be highly contagious, but the media's obsession with case numbers is unwarranted. Wow, that's a wild uh, statement there. Uh, it is only the willfully defiant, unvaccinated Americans who remain at risk. Frankly, there is not much anyone can do about them other than treat them when they wind up in the emergency rooms. I just I don't know where these these people are just crazy. Uh, but your terms are acceptable. Your terms are <laughs> quite acceptable. That sounds great. Uh, Biden has also recognized that the problem of the unvaccinated is actually the responsibility of red state governors, again, casting shade, who, who have hindered vaccination efforts and encouraged risky behavior, the Post reports. Um, and this is, I think this is quoting Biden maybe here. Look, there is no federal solution, he said, after joining the White House COVID-19 response team's regular call with National Governors Association on Monday. This gets solved at the state level. In his first public remarks about the pandemic after Christmas, Biden sought to highlight what his administration is doing to respond to the Omicron variant outbreak that is sweeping the United States and the world. The president pointed out the, the availability of vaccines has left Americans in a much safer place uh, today than at the beginning of the pandemic. The federal government has done its job vaccinating more than 200 million Americans, developing and delivering booster shots and conducting a massive public health education effort. We have already seen the contrast between blue states with competent, responsible governors and red states with MAGA pot stirrers in charge. The top five states for vaccinations, Vermont, Rhode Island, Maine, Connecticut, and Massachusetts vote, uh, voted overwhelmingly for Biden. The, the five worst, Idaho, Wyoming, Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana, all voted for former President Donald Trump by double digits in 2020. Uh, let's see. This is a bunch of bullshit. Uh, Biden has correctly shifted the responsibility for the worst results to vaccine resistors, but he could go a step further and highlight the best and worst states each week on hospitalizations, deaths and vaccinations, underscoring best and worst practices, which I really, really fucking hope they do, because this is going to be another situation like when the NFL instituted a pretty much must get vaccinated policy and then had also had insane quarantine requirements and just shot themselves in the dick like that this is great i would love if they would step up and highlight the best and worst states each week in hospitalizations be it, that would just yes. be the the best thing to happen uh red state governors and maga rabble rousers have gleefully impaired the vaccine effort as they turn around to blame biden for the ongoing pandemic but if they are scrutinized for their own poor performance they might stop obstruction and start vying for better rankings among among the states uh so I, I don't know if there's a whole lot more here. That's where it's, it's kind of a, a, a bunch of, um, you know, variations on the theme of there's a bunch of idiots in the country and just, you know, kind of let them do their thing, which I'm more than happy to do. Uh, but, but they're, they're framing it as like, you know, this, you're suffering the consequences. Yes. Yes. yes yeah. Which, us, us leaving, us leaving you alone is suff is right. Is going to suck for uh -huh, you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I, I think, you know, like I was saying before uh, reading the article, I'm seeing this sort of uh, information being delivered through various legacy media outlets. I even saw it in foreign countries like the UK and Germany are, are already backing off on some stuff. Uh, so I don't know, man, it's really interesting. I don't know which way it's going to go. I, I totally get the pessimist side of like, oh, great, what's coming next? Uh, and you, you could be right, man. I, I, I truly don't uh, ha have a clue. But clearly, I think that they I, I think we held the line. Um, or at least the recalcitrant uh, blowhard MAGA states held the line and were able to repel at least this attack. Now, hopefully we're not blindsided on the next one, um, yeah. which, you know, God knows. We this is this is something like and again, this is my my Massachusetts brain, my 80 percent vaxxed state brain. Um, 
saying uh, now is the time to be extra vigilant, extra cautious, extra defensive. I actually um, think I agree with you in half. I actually think that the places that need to be extra vigilant right now are the red states. And I think that this is a warning to myself included, but all of us who have kind of latched on to our uh, red governors that have fought against COVID in ver- to various degrees, just wait because they are the, you know they are storing this information there the, the the powers that be um are watching our reactions and they are going to try to formulate something that co-opts those reactions so i think that those of us in florida with DeSantis, here with wheels um south dakota with whatever the her name is um i think that we it, it is now time for us to be incredibly vigilant i think it's a battle cry uh, for us, because God knows they there you can feel the seething hatred. Um, not that that's going to be news to anybody uh, listening to the show, but you can feel the seething hatred coming from this article among others that I wrote that I read. And and you better believe that if for no other reason than revenge, they are going to be trying to uh, kind of you know outflank us. I is my opinion, or at least I think it's something that we should be vigilant about. Not to say that you're safe in Massachusetts, you're absolutely not. I just think you're going to get beat over the dick by the same old shit. Yeah. Yep. So it's going to be a it's the it's just I look forward to the continuity. Mm-hmm. The line. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the linear the linear response <laughs> on this <Yeah>. linear earth. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh God, it's I've had such a shit day today. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to tell you about my? Day I do. Now? I finally want to hear about your shit day rather than uh, your recent raise or whatever uh, you know house you just bought or whatever other oh, yeah. good thing. It all, it all comes. It all even. It, it, it all evens out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's ebbs and flows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're ebbing right now. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are in a hard. Ebb. Okay. Um, so today we have uh, contractors coming in to replace door frames. Sure. No big deal. So I'm, I, I'm going. I, I've run my own building in one part of Cambridge, and then the main campus with the other buildings that my property runs. It's on the other side of Cambridge, Massachusetts, home of home of uh, the austere institution of uh, Harvard University. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am on my way out of the parking garage. I see the door contractor on his way in. I stop. I say, Hey man, feel free to park in there, check in with security and you know what to do. You're good to go. He says, cool. So I'm four minutes down the road and security calls and I hear fire alarms. Oh God. <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah. So the door contractor just hit a sprinkler head in the parking oh, garage. Oh no, man. <laughs> so I, I turned around. There's like three inches of water in our concrete parking garage, oh. which for all you Florida people, uh, our parking garage reminds me a lot of a, a certain <laughs> a, a certain condominium complex. Oh God! <laughs> I forgot about recently. that. S- similar uh, design uh, <laughs> d- design approach. <laughs> yeah, similar similar uh, deficiencies in structural integrity. Yeah. So there's three inches of water. I go in. I shut the fire pump off. I have no idea how to isolate the sprinkler valves. So I'm like. Trying to fucking trace out pipes. The fire department comes. They're just like, I'm going to shut it off at the main. And I'm like, yep, go ahead. Dude. Mm-hmm. So they, they shut it off. And then I fucking break out my my Milwaukee M18 transfer pump okay. and start fucking pumping the ocean of water one gallon per minute at a oh time. Oh, my God. Was that going to take like four months? <laughs> yeah, our, our floor drains immediately clogged. Sure, I'm sure. Yeah, yep. <laughs> So that's that's what I had to deal with, and then I got to go up on a uh, an eighteen foot ladder with no harness. Uh, don't tell anybody. Don't tell OSHA. Yeah, well, they, they've got their hands tied right now. They get their hands full with uh, ma- yeah. masks, etc. Yeah, Ch- checking vax passes. Yeah, checking vax passes. And, <laughs> and, and, and and did you see that dude get arrested in the McDonald's in New York for not having a vaccine card? Yeah, uh, there were there uh, today. Some, uh, people were arrested in a Burger King in New York. Uh, so McDonald's and Burger King are. Like at each other's throats, trying to arrest as many people as possible. Jesus, Jesus. what a! <laughs> it used to be like number of burgers sold. Now it's like number of people arrested. Yeah, yeah. What a what a just disjointed. I mean, it, it's going to be the 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 de escalation is going to be just as disjointed as the escalation now. I mean, people are going to be called like like for instance, like when I was uh, I think when I was flying back to North Carolina, I think it was then 
I saw I was just scrolling the feed and I saw like uh, an article talking about how Fauci was thinking that, you know, he was like, yeah, we're probably going to have to make vaccine mandates uh, or vaccines mandatory for domestic travel. Right. And then by the time I get there, Jake's texting me about how they're this whole thing is doing a 180. And uh, and then that's when the Biden video comes of him just being like, yeah, there's no federal solution here. So, <laughs> so and then, of course, today I see Fauci is backed off of that. He's like, no, it probably isn't going to happen or something like that. So it's like, you know, I w- when you get into this, it, it's like fog of war or something like that. Like I, now, do you think that they actually expected like way higher levels of compliance for vaccines? Yeah, like. Like right off the bat, when, yeah. when they first got the vaccine, I, I do. The Moderna vaccine yeah. comes out. They, they do they really expect? Like I do. 95 percent. I do. Yeah, I I really do, man. I I, th- I think that um, it's easy to over uh, or to underestimate the hubris at the federal level, and and you and the, I mean you got to remember, you know, I saw I saw a a, a tweet or something like that saying like, um, if you, you know if you haven't been vaccinated, uh, congratulations, you just survive the most intense psyop of your life. And, and I think that there's a lot of truth to that. And I think that you, it shouldn't, you know, every now and then we got to take us as, as libertarians, if I can use that word after, uh, you know, the, the previous three months, uh, liberty libertarians and libertarian adjacent. I think that every now and then you do need to step back and and pat yourself on the back because, um, you know, we stood strong and, and, and particularly for someone like you, Aaron, like I didn't, you know, in the early going, yeah, I mean, I was, I, I, I definitely fought battles, but like you're out there day in and day out against these creeps. And I think that for everybody, I think you should, you know, you know, we're closing out 2021, you know, pop, uh, pop a bottle and pat yourself on the back for not giving into this fucking psyop. It it literally has been nothing but luck. Yeah. Like I, I don't attribute it to anything that I've done. It's just my company happens to be based in North Carolina and they're like, in some ways they're very progressive. They're very like, um, you know, cool, hip corporate culture. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, espresso machine in the, in the office and, you know, uh, fucking cocktails at the end of the day, like cool company. But on, on the other hand, they have had absolutely nothing to say yeah. about mm-hmm. any of this. Yeah, I mean that's the so, same way my company's been, and and uh, and they're based in a blue state, and uh, you know I'm the only one here in Texas, and uh, and they and and they've basically said nothing. They issued a statement of like, "Hey, be careful," type thing. I think they they, they yeah exactly they, they yep. issued that back when the mutterings were they were going to make the the hundred comp the hundred employee companies and up uh mandate mandate vaccines and they they issued that because i think people were getting nervous and uh or i suspect but i'm not in office i'm remote so like i, I don't really know what the rumblings were but uh yeah i you know i, I think we we get used to taking losses so often that every now and then you know you got to take your wins and it's not to say get complacent it's not to say let your guard down but but pat yourself on the back and take your take the dub um i think that we uh by and large repelled this attack it's not to say that they're not gonna yeah. nab a, a couple you know it's like people died in 1975 in vietnam you know on the way out like i yeah. you know it, it it's it sucks it's it's not gonna be but take your win like and 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 uh be proud of yourself because it was it yeah. was an all out onslaught like i haven't seen since the run-up to uh iraq basically and i mean it was way worse than that it was way worse than that because it was about yeah. us. And I mean, I know that sounds selfish, but like at the end of the day, Iraq's over there. Right. And we're here. Yeah. And I, you know, t- I, I don't want to have the eyes on me. I don't, I don't, I don't want to pat on the back. I want, I want to bring attention to, there are people like in my, in my, in real life space and, you know, in, in, in the Twitter sphere, like Toad who, who has lost their yeah. job, who, you know, and, uh, you know, is, is going to be struggling. Yeah. Like there mm-hmm. are people that are being brought to their sure. knees because yeah, of this, dude. because if it saves one right. life, then it's worth you losing. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah, man. No, that's a, that's a great point and way to, and a good way to kind of pair those two ideas. Like I, 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 but, but again, you know, he may be struggling and I don't know his exact situation, but I, I think that's a double pat on the back, right? Like he stood up for, 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 what exactly. he thought was best. Yep. And he, and he fought a battle that was harder than, than, well, I don't know about yours, but mine for sure. Like I, you know, we basically, I, we, we held, <laughs> we held strong for a while here, but then eventually the, the power, the, 
the local powers that be kind of took the battle over and, and we yep. could, we could defer it. Um, so, yeah. you know, yeah. Yep. And a lot of it's just, uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's a, it's a combination of luck, the family you're born into my, most of my family is pretty cool about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the company, you know, what, what the CEOs at the time happened to think, yeah. Uh, how strong your HR department and and also like how into with this labor market, that's another fucking luck. Yeah, it is dude. It's like this labor market, like losing 35% of your labor market because of a vaccine mandate is going to fucking kill companies. Yes. Yes. And I, I, I'm very surprised at the level of um, forcefulness and just like, I don't, I don't know, like recklessness that a lot of these companies, we're, we're a hub for like biomedical, um, healthcare, uh, bioscience, all that shit. Like we're a hub for that. And, uh, you know, granted those, those are all tech companies basically. And they, they do lean progressive, but, um, like all the, all the companies adjacent to that, like the contractors, the, uh, you know, the facilities guys, the, the day porters, the fucking, the, the delivery drivers, they're, they're also in like trying to like swing their dick around and get all those people, you know, on, on board too. And it's not happening. Yes. Yeah, man. It can't be understated. It can't be understated. And that's, uh, you know, that's to, uh, to, to bring it back to the original point is I, I, I really think that, you know, when you go out, like for example, when I was back home, um, and interacting with some folks like, fam- you know, family, friends and stuff like that, I, 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 legitimately think that they look at people like us, like we look at them, like, why wouldn't you get the vaccine? That's insane. It's the cure to this whole thing. And like, you know, I, I legitimately think that I think that that is the, the attitude, um, of most of the, uh, I don't know if I like using this word, but like the cathedral ish, you know, like, like the, 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 I, I think that it was hubris. I I think that they really thought that if they they blasted the American people with a year of just absolute twenty four seven fear that they could get people to comply, and it's really impressive to me the numbers that didn't. Yeah, yep. It really. It. I mean, that's say what you want about Trump, but he it kind of instilled that you know whether it's misguided or not that yeah that sense of skepticism, Man, maybe for not the right reasons. I've never, I've, I've that, never thought about that, but like, yeah. Like what if, um, what if Bush was the guy during like, instead of Trump, yeah. that's really interesting. Like, do you think that it would have been as a toothy of a response by, by Republicans? Or do you think that he advertently or inadvertently gave them the, the fighting spirit? That's an, that's an interesting. Yeah. He, no, he gave them that populist wave to yeah. ride. And part of, part of populism is skept, skepticism of, of the expert yeah. class. Yeah. Well, Thank and, God. Uh, I think without that, like, you know, and, and again, like it's, it's probably not for the right reasons. It probably doesn't go far enough in some areas. It probably goes too far yep. in others. Like when you start talking about Q and right. shit, but, um, you know, uh, I think, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm not a Trump guy, but I, he definitely had that after effect. And, you know, these governors recognize that you know that voting that voting base is still there and if anything it's growing now because people are being materially affected yeah no doubt and um and uh yeah i mean for me like for me though the you know you talk about how your family views you and your friends and all that like why wouldn't you just get the vaccine because you know this is the key to it for 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 this area it's so much more shallow and and just and less, I, I don't know, like, it's, it's just shallow. It's like, why wouldn't you get the vaccine? Like, now we can't, now we can't go bar yeah, hopping. Yeah, yeah. Like, because Boston's, like, Boston is going to mandate that you have to have a vax pass to go into any type of leisure or uh, restaurant places, uh, fucking get sports, uh, restaurants, any type of leisure activity, you'll need a vaccine pass in the Boston area. So, like, now it's like, you know, I, I feel bad for like all these single dudes that aren't that don't plan on getting vaccinated because you know you're gonna have to fucking go out into the burbs. Dude, <laughs> I'm sp- speaking as a single dude. It's it, it, the the last year and a half has got a little got a little rough. I mean, just like you just cut down on the amount of like I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to be inflammatory, but but you know, there's uh, 
women tend to be more cautious. I mean, that's biological. It's an important thing, but, uh, you know, there's definitely fewer women around, um, you know, and has been through the pandemic, even down here. Uh, did you see what, uh, did you see what I posted in the GC about like my, my little fact finding? No, I don't think so. All right. So I had my company, my, my company holiday party and, um, you know, I, I, I am in a committed relationship with a girl that I love. We bought a house together, plan on getting married, having kids, doing all that stuff. But like, I'm, I'm sitting at the bar talking to my boss. He's another older dude and like in a much more advanced position than I am. But, um, like I'm watching my, the kid that I work with go around and like talk, talk to a couple girls at the bar. And like, I'm look, I'm looking at the conversation and, uh, and like, <clears throat> Like he gets, he gets done with them. He like, I, I don't know if he got their number or what. So then like, I, I slide over and I'm like, all right. And I'm pretty hammered. And I'm like, let, let me see, let, like, how are single women doing yeah. nowadays? And like, I get to talk to them. I'm like, um, so like, oh, Hey, I, I, I saw you're talking to my, my, he's actually my supervisor. He's younger than me. <laughs> oh like, man. This is good. This episode's getting better and better. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. He is, he is considerably younger than me, but he graduated from a, uh, he graduated from a technical school. He's more qualified, like brilliant dude, but he's, he's Mm -hmm. younger. So I'm like, so, uh, like all really like all he had to do is be able to carry a conversation and like be above a seven. And they're like, and they like looked at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, Look, I'm, I, I, I like said it, said it right out loud. I'm like, look, I'm not trying to fuck you. I'm just curious, like how, how you women are doing over there. Cause, cause, cause I, I've been out of the game yeah. for a while. And like, so we get to talk and they're like, yeah, pretty much like all it takes now is be able to carry a conversation and like, don't have like a fucking, you know, a, a noticeable birth defect in your face. <laughs> and then like, you're good to go. And I was like, and I, it kind of made me sad. And I was like, yeah, I was like, look, I don't blame you. Like your standards are that low because we, we as men like aren't, aren't doing our jobs. Mm-hmm. Like yep. we're like, and I, I told him this, too. I was like, look, like I'm probably the last generation that, that, or I'm probably the first generation that grew up with instantaneous access to like pornography had a screen in their face the majority like the majority of the time Mm -hmm. um and you're i mean you're the same age as me you know this and like how that went on to affect you know uh dating and relationships and all that i was like so like look i'm not trying to bash women and i told them this too i was like look it's 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 kind of us that failed like we're failing you and all you're doing is responding to the market yeah yeah Yeah, dude. It's wild out there, man. It's wild. Let's see. Yeah, it it must be it must be different down there because I I mean the culture's obviously very different. I'm sure the women folk down there are a lot more cautious, maybe do have higher standards. But uh that's that's really not the case up here and it shows it's crazy. Like, it's it would take very little effort. You have a uh, room to rent in your house? I no. sure do. Okay, no, no reason, no reason. I'll DM you after the episode. No, no reason. Yeah. No, no, I'm just, I got a spare bed, but you're gonna have to fight the cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cat's bed. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's it's totally it's totally thrown off. Uh, or it's it's like it's weird. Like it's it's just a different dynamic. Like I, I was noticing this really early on in the pandemic. Like like when it when even down here it was kind of like, you know speakeasy style. Um, I think I was talking about yeah. that when we were, you know, on the podcast, but uh, like basically the only people who were out were, and when I say out, I mean maybe out at the bar or out playing sports or out in the park or out, you know, anywhere where you might meet somebody. It turned into a few girls that trended, not very feminine, you know, <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> and then just, a bunch, oh, a bunch of like alpha males who just who have no concept of risk tolerance, so weren't scared scared of the pandemic. <laughs> so it was like, it, you know, it was like really weird there for like four or five months. <laughs> you go walk into the bar, and it's like you know eight guys like grunting, looking for anything. <laughs> 
And eight girls. Yeah, and I was like, grunting back at them, ready to fight. Or <laughs> yeah, it was a weird time, man. It's gotten better, but it still hadn't gone all the way back. I can tell you that. Jesus. Yeah. So I don't know, man. But yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. We we definitely the, the men of the country definitely did drop the ball there. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, a generational ball drop, and it's 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 kind of sad to see. Like, there's just so it takes so so little effort to you know, fucking get somebody to come home yeah. with you now, which, which, which used to be cool. But now that I'm like, you know, now that I'm in a committed relationship and thinking about having kids, I'm like, holy shit. Like this, this does not bode well. Like, God forbid I ever have a fucking mm-hmm. daughter. Holy yeah. Shit. <laughs> this is like this, like the, the kid, like my supervisor, who's like, again, very good at his job, but he's like a goofy fucking mid twenties, you know, wants to go out party and fucking, you know, has a different girl every mm-hmm. night. And, uh, you know, that's kind of what he's supposed to do. But at the same time, it's like, you know, men our age are still doing that. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to fucking, this is what I, this is the market. This is what I have to work with. And I have to adjust my standards to that. It's reality. just a race to the bottom, man. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Yeah, well, hopefully there. You know, I think some of that is generational, but I think some of it too is is that, and not to defer the responsibility, but like you know, again, and maybe this is just because I just came back from hanging out with a bunch of boomers for a couple of days, but like, man, you want to talk about dropping the ball? Holy shit! I mean, they just no concept, no zero concept of the idea that lockdowns like hurt people, you know, and and, it, and you're like, well that's not just a flash in the pan, right? That's, and, and I can't remember. I, I don't remember if this, I only heard it. I didn't read, I actually read the source material, but I think it might've been in the fourth turning or some shit like that where I think Jake was telling me about it, but like how it, it was like the baby boomers were the first generation probably in human history where the world was basically built for them, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and man, it shows. And our generation for all its flaws, we've been pretty much kicked to the curb the entire time. I mean, start, we, we came oh, out yeah. during the financial crisis and it's like, it's been nothing but like, it's, it's like this, this, and I, I, you know, if anybody's around our age 30, you know, in their early thirties, there's just, and I don't know if this is true for you, but for me, there's just constant, at least until recently, there's this constant existential dread that something bad is going to happen and everything is going to get taken away <laughs> because it just has so many times, you know, you got yeah. like kicked out, kicked out of the house into like a place where you couldn't find a job you couldn't do any, you know, it was, or it was very difficult. Well, you know what? If it, if it weren't for COVID, I would feel pretty secure, like in my skin right now. Yeah. COVID is literally the only thing. And, and again, I am the, yeah, me too. Me too. I, yeah. I, I got super lucky with, with literally everything that's gone on. I just fucking walked into like, you know, spinning dog shit into yeah. gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I feel much the same. I mean, I, if, I I feel very secure, but it's only pretty recently. And my 20s, my 20s oh, yeah. were paranoid. I mean, you know, I, it was, yeah. it, you would work insane hours. You would do whatever. You just, you were constantly in fear I, of losing your job. You were constantly in fear of going back to that, to, to the place you were in 2009 or 2010 or 2011. Yeah. It was I, I think I like pep talk bird about this when like bird was feeling down about something I'm like, look, man. And I, I, I think you, I, it might've been, it might've been an episode, but like your twenties are the worst fucking most tumultuous, yes. unpredictable, yep. like unstable time yep. of your life. And the best you can do is like, you know, acknowledge that you're going to make terrible life all <laughs> yes. mistakes. Just, uh, just, you know, just make sure it's not try to limit them. Try to limit them. That's all you're doing. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, 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 it's just yeah. disaster management in, in, in your twenties. Just try to get to 30. Just fucking take the joystick and like try to land softly. in yeah. your 30s. Yes. And that's where <laughs> things start to turn around a little bit, at least for us, for our age, no. for our yeah. generation. You know, one, one, of, one of your engines might be smoking on one wing. The other one might be falling off, but just try to land yeah. into your thirties and relatively good shape. And, and it gets, so Oh my God. Fun. Yeah. My thirties have been, Golly, so much better. Yeah, twenties were brutal. Um, Just fucking. I mean, I had I had a great time, but like it was, I was all, I was having oh, yeah. like a nihilist great time because like I was just in <laughs> denial about the state of affairs. 
I might die tomorrow. Die. Or I'm going to be broke or homeless. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. So I don't know. That was, but, uh, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's a weird time. It's a weird time because of how much control the boomers have over uh, like policy, like this sort of like COVID shit um, and how yeah. uh, cucked, if I may use that word, a lot of millennials are because we've almost been trained to be so. It's like we've, we're just so used to getting beaten that we just assume that we, we're going to take the L somehow. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like we've been and, you know, this is, you know, uh, the reason why they don't understand it is I'll be a libertarian for a second is the scene versus unseen yeah. and all that. They, they can't see like the all the um, all the production that's not happening. All the uh, all the growth that's not happening because of all this, so they just assume yeah. like, eh, you know, I, I still have like access to everything I've ever right. wanted, like yep. fine. Um, and then I'll I'll be a Marxist for a second, and I'll say, uh, you know, they they are they are a, a very different class dynamics than than what we have. They pretty much grew up in an era of unprecedented wealth yep. creation, like we were the breadbasket of the world. After, after in the, in the post-war years and uh you know they they fucking rode that all the way to yeah, the top man. yep and they no concept of risk or uncertainty um you know I, I i was having a conversation when i was back home about like what like opening a business you know at this time and it's like and and i think it was completely unthought of that the fact that you have to factor in the risk of being shut down <laughs> like you know yeah. it's yeah. Like, i was like that's so obvious to to us because you know we've just been you know, kicked and kicked and kicked, but, um, I, I think they just don't have a concept of it and which is terrifying in some sense on the other, in the other sense, they're, oh, they've never no, never, to. never. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Absolutely wild. But, um, I guess we got into a, a personal rant, <laughs> rant thing. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of a, little, little bit of a 40 minute tangent, <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> um, uh, the, I do want to bring up <clears throat> what I, I think should probably, it's going to oscillate between king of the week and loser of the week, but uh, you be the judge. Maybe as the listener, I'm going to scroll back through the TLE chat here because uh, the elf dropped it. Oh no, I'm sorry. Bird dropped it. Oh yeah. Do you have the, uh, the, the technical know-how to play no. to play a certain, Absolutely yeah, not. I don't either. No. Well, sorry yeah. guys. <laughs> sorry audience. <Get laughs> <thought>. <laughs> uh, so uh, bird dropped this one, this doozy. And this is from the New York post, which by the way, uh, before I get into this one, I took some screenshots of the New York, the New York post. Maybe it's always been this way, but it just seems to have turned into a game of Mad Libs <laughs> where like nothing really makes sense. <laughs> but uh, here's, here's a, uh, here's our, I'm going to go ahead and say loser of the week, but if you think he's a king of the week, so be it. Man who faked being disabled teen to get diaper changed arrested again. <laughs> again, maybe my favorite part of this. <laughs> so here, I'm going to read this one. So he, it starts out with one sentence. He's still full of crap. A, a, Louisiana, a Louisiana man who admitted to tricking a healthcare worker into changing his adult diaper. And by the way, changing his adult diaper is a hyperlink, and I'm not going to be clicking on it. If you want to click on it, that's yeah. risky click of the day for you. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go okay. ahead and click on it. By pretending to be disabled, has been charged with attempted human trafficking for allegedly pulling the same stinky stunt. Oh, fucking ads. Oh, it just takes you to the original story of his. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> when, what, what, yeah. when was it? What year? <laughs> Uh, this was uh, November fifteenth, twenty nineteen. Oh, all right, hell yeah, sweet. Uh, Bye, yeah, right. <laughs> pre-COVID and post-COVID. Rutledge, uh, Rutledge Diaz the fourth, thirty-one of Metairie. I don't know how to say that. Cotton's probably going to kill me. Uh, was arrested last week after detectives investigated a text message which he claimed to be engaged in, quote, alternative therapy and offered to pay a babysitter to change his diapers. He allegedly posed as a younger man with special needs and, quote, tried to recruit the victim to solicit other babysitters to take care of him, state police said in a statement. Diaz was arrested at his home Thursday, charged with one account of attempted human trafficking and booked into the Jefferson Parish Correctional Center. In November 19th, he was charged wow. with, oh, there's your 2019. He was charged with 10 counts each of sexual battery and human trafficking after authorities said he posted fake ads online to lure in unsuspecting healthcare workers. Investigators found that Diaz used social media ads to falsely claim he was seeking home health care for his 18 year old brother, Corey, whom he described as mentally and physically handicapped. 
He then posed as Corey while, quote, allowing the healthcare provider to change his adult diaper and obtain sexual arousal under the false pretenses of being handicapped, police said at the time. I shouldn't be laughing, but this is ridiculous. The the victim became suspicious and discovered that Diaz had made up, quote, Corey. In December 2020, Diaz pleaded guilty to the charges and was placed on probation. Which is uh, just uh, there. You, there you have it. I mean, that's uh, you want to talk about uh, the men failing, uh, failing our women. There's, there's, there's uh, Exhibit A right there for you. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I mean, as far as like what the criteria is to get like taken back to the dorm room, um, you know, do I have to change your adult diaper? <laughs> if the if the answer is no, you're, you're uh, if and apparently if the answer is yes. Maybe you're also in. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm going to go ahead and uh, call this guy the loser. Yeah, I think so. Week. I think that's fair. Because uh, and only because like it's it's things like this that you know who knows if he had kept doing this and kept getting away with it. I mean, you think about like this is his serotonin rush, and eventually that's going to wear out. What is? The well, next? that's a good point. Yeah, I haven't thought about that. Like, yeah, like I I can see him like becoming a you know a prolific serial killer or something i don't know uh, yeah we're like if where, had, where does if where this does this lead i feel track. like like killing animals or something like that that leads to serial killing but where does diaper changing lead um i i i, I want to say there's some type of aspect of pedophilia to mm. it like you you view yourself as a uh, baby yeah, and could be. wherever that leads i i don't i'm not a psycho I, I you know what i am a psychologist yeah, well, well but, uh, we're, just, just we're not psychologists but we are assuming there you have it, pedophilia. I'm not. I'm not a doctor. I'm just, just a scientist, and, and and assuming. So, I don't know, pedophilia or serial killer. You be the judge. Either way, I'm I'm with you. I think that's loser of the week. Yeah. Do we have a king of the week? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say the king of the week is the uh, CEO of Delta. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to get back to that. What what? You did us a major yeah. favor. Can, can you please expand? <laughs> yes. So. The CEO of Delta, whose name is, give me one second, edit out the space. <laughs> no editing. All right, Ed. So, uh, yeah, the CEO of Delta, Ed Bastain, or uh, Bastain, asked the CDC to reduce the recommended quarantine time from ten days to five for vaccinated people because of workforce impact. This change has nothing to do with the virus or your health and everything to do with profits of corporations. That was a tweet from Russell Foster for Texas, which I'm assuming is a Texas uh, congressional candidate. Um, The letter reads with rapid spread of Omicron variant, the 10 day isolation for those who are fully vaccinated may significantly impact our workforce and operations. The Delta CEO wrote to the CDC. Similar to healthcare, police, fire, and public transportation workforces, the Omicron surge may exacerbate shortages and create significant disruptions. So that's that was in a note that he wrote to the CDC. Okay. Uh, shortly afterwards, the CDC announces that the you know you don't have to you don't have to quarantine for ten days anymore. <laughs> that's ridiculous. We're going to drop this down to five. That's way more yep. reasonable. Yep, yep, yep. Well, and uh, you know the he's the king of the. He is the king I, of the I, week I because agree. even though, even though he like we we hate the the un, the undue influence that corporate like that corporations have over over sure. policy, um, this is a good example of uh, wielding that power for our yes. interests. Yeah, so, yeah. So, um, you know that this whole like consistency thing and being principled that that that's been out the window for a while, as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know, we need to reward our allies and punish our enemies. And this guy so far has seems, seems to be working and working within our fight fire with fire. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's good. I just saw, um, uh, a clip of Ted Cruz grilling the, I don't know who the hell he was. I think he was from American airlines about their labor shortages and, and how many people they let go because they refuse to get <laughs> vaccinated. It was a pretty brutal little clip. I don't know how that, how it's going to, it's great. Yeah. It's the chickens. It really is. I mean, mean, yeah, it's, it it really is. And, and and you want to get bailed out. You want to get subsidized. You want to, you know, you want to get in bed. No, guess what? You're going to fucking pay mm -hmm, for it. mm -hmm. And you could either go the way of Delta or, and, 
you know, know who's know who's in charge, know the, which way the wind's blowing in all this, or you can go the way of American Airlines and fucking end up subpoenaed. Yeah, well, hopefully, I, I wouldn't mind if pretty much every airline got subpoenaed, I guess. Uh, but on the on the other oh, yeah. hand, like, yeah, it's it, it, I just hate them both so much that it's like the people being subpoenaed and the people subpoenaing uh, are both suck so bad. It's like who the hell knows who's but you know if it's going to actually help us. Yeah, exactly. Run. It's okay to have preferences. Yep. So I don't know, man. It's uh, it's just a shit show. But at least, uh, at least it looks like, you know, Merry Christmas, everyone. It looks like it's. It looks like the hopefully the worst is behind the bulk of us. I know there will be some holdouts and some some problems still, but um, I think we held strong enough for long enough that that uh, hopefully we're on. We're, you know, as as. Uh, as you're ebbing, uh, you know, we're flowing. <laughs> but much, much like the sprinkler yeah, lines yeah, in my parking garage, yeah. you, you yeah. are flowing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. What do we, we have anything else or what's, uh, I don't, I've been a little bit unplugged for the last three, like four or five days, except for what people. Oh dude, that would have been a perfect. Oh, it was amazing. I would check in from time to time and it looked like it was a goddamn shit show. So I was like, yeah, fuck this. Like, I don't even want to be around it. Yeah. I, I, I mentioned a little bit, like I've just been like uh kind of a, like act really depressed yeah. about it. Like it's, uh, I, and everybody's like, this is so uncharacteristic for you to be talking this. Yeah. Way. I even like, said that one time. I think that was speaking, early on. speaking reasonably yeah. and like empathetically yeah. and like trying to like be a peacemaker and stuff, which, you know, I'm, you know, not, <laughs> not, not exactly known for, <laughs> but, um, you know, like the whole, the whole thing with like Pete and Clint and Stacy, it's like, I, I am a neutral party. And I, and I say that in all seriousness, like I, I, I love everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know that like people in the GC have, um, different opinions about different, you know, mid-level slash high level, um, content creators in our sphere and uh everybody has an opinion i you know i have i'm I'm not a i'm not a huge fan of some people either but at the end of the day like we need to have like this open opaque dialogue this this some type of system of uh conflict resolution and arbitration and um i've i've kind of just been making myself available privately to kind of listen to people and um on both sides and uh, you know, give give my take and just kind of move the ball forward to getting past all this and uh, get getting to the other side. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. No, I I and and uh, you know, I just I I, I want the best uh, for everybody. Uh, and you know, I hope that my relative silence on the matter is not taken as me taking sides. I just don't I don't see it as my job. I'm not good at it. I don't. I just. I'm not on Twitter to get involved in that kind of stuff. So I, I just don't, and I don't think there's a whole lot that I could do to help. So I'm, I just kind of, yeah. I kind of, you know, offer the whimsy that I can and, and, uh, log off for the day clock in clock out. Um, but, uh, you know, I hope that, uh, everybody comes through it and, and I, you know, I hope there's a resolution with everybody because, you know, it's a bunch of people that I like. So, um, yeah, exactly. Like I, um, like I said, I, I enjoy like everybody in my DMS has been like, you know, what do you, what do you think about this? I'm like, you know, I think that I can't fucking wait until it's done and over with and either, either have a clean break and nobody mentions each other's names or reconciliation. I would prefer reconciliation, but you know, we're in, in our sphere, our, our sphere of uh, Twitter is composed of a lot of strong personalities is, yeah. with, a, with, a, with a lot at stake and, you know, the whole individualism thing. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I, I need to kind of take stock of, you know, the, the characteristics of, um, you know, what we are and, uh, try to, try to utilize that as in, in a way that, you know, f- furthers my end. <laughs> there you go. There it is. There's the, there's the angle. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and I think that for anybody that's been around long enough and a lot of us have been around for a while, like this, it, it, this happens from time to time. And some, and sometimes, you know, the good times it's resolution, the less good times it's a clean break and the awful times is when it's neither and, uh, more ebbs and and flows. And so I'm hoping for ebbs. There might be, sir, I'm hoping for flows. There might be some ebbs and, and, uh, you know, I just gotta, 
keep moving on and and uh i don't know i yeah i think like by and large if you're not a part of it stay out of it if you are a part of it try to work things out or you know like for example you making yourself available and trying to be a moderator or trying to do whatever well, that that's that's a good thing but and for whatever reason i just feel like i have an obligation to kind of try to smooth things over try to like get people to empathize with with both you know good find people on both sure. sides yeah yeah top left um, and bottom right <laughs> bring that but uh you know even the people that like i i don't particularly care for because like i think their content's you know boring um i think this was inevitably going to happen um regardless of like the the fucking the the, the explosion that that initially caused it but um you know in general people within our sphere are radicalizing past other mm-hmm. people and um it could either lead to very interesting and fun and um, new directions or it can you know lead to a, an absolute blow where everybody ends up hating mm-hmm. each other and um i'm i'm hoping for the former yep. and i'm gonna and i am trying to do whatever it takes to kind of you know within my very limited limited influence um you know get get people back on back on track to you know, like I said, my interest and my interest is radicalization <laughs> and, and, and destroy, you know, destroying people that we all mutually yeah. hate. Yeah. Well, and keep in mind, you're on the clock because uh, late May, Childerberg, we're all going to be drinking beers together. So uh, we don't need any fights mm-hmm. then. So uh, hopefully we got five months and everybody needs to clear it out um, or move on. And and because uh, there's no need for that kind of shit uh, to be ongoing all the time in the space. I know it's necessary from time to time, especially when there's growth and growth at different, oh, yeah. uh, different rates, and, but uh, yeah. And there, and that's, you know, it, look, I fucking, I, I, I hate doxing and I cannot blame anybody for being frustrated, angry, scared. Um, like when, whenever, whenever that happens to, to people we're close with. Um, so like, that's why I, I'm not, not taking sides i'm i'm hearing people yeah. out and trying to trying to empathize yeah that's i would say i would echo that that's kind of my big no no uh i you know people want to remain anonymous for reasons and that's that's uh in in this day and age uh a safety issue uh, you know maybe that sounds a little bit exaggerated but um yeah i don't like to see that yeah so, but um Anyway, I don't know. What uh, is is? Can we close this out on a high note? Is there any? Uh, you got any? You got any flows? We got a lot of ebbs. Um, no, it's about fifty fifty. Okay. Ebbs and flows. I I I think it's about fifty fifty ebbs okay. and flows. Well, uh, shoot, man. If we don't have anything else, I feel like that was uh, we pretty much rounded out current events. As a reminder, we're gonna have. I think we're gonna take the week off next week. Uh, regroup. Birdo's gonna be down in Cuba, New York, as he calls it. And uh, we'll be broadcasting. We'll have two thirds power in Gomez, one third in uh, occupied territory, and uh, and uh, one uh, one in in the upper heartland. So, um, yeah, come back for the glueies. Oh, Go. one more thing. Nigga. Oh my god! <laughs> god damn it! Now I've got to go fucking at it this tomorrow morning. <laughs> All right, keep two hands on the wheel. Oh, hey, uh, I am on a seven-day timeout, so uh, next um, – speaking of that, I'm on a seven-day timeout, so uh, next Tuesday I'll be good to Yeah, go. right, for another ten hours, four hours. You can follow me at Punished uh, BTWA. Or don't. That's cool, too. Or don't. That's cool Two hours on the wheel.